And in my illness, I read this wonderful book by Bronnie Ware. She was a nurse who watched 2,000 people pass away and summarized their biggest regrets. And there it was, number one, not spending more time with loved ones. That's Dr. Kai-Fu Lee. And this is The Depression Detox Show. Hello, and welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I am your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Wednesday. I am grateful for you tuning in with me today as we have another great episode in store for you with one of the most successful artificial intelligent venture capitalist investors here to share a message and a story of what it took for him to become pretty much mega successful. But on the flip side, he discusses something I think is even more important, and that is the price in which he paid to get to that success and how one event totally transformed him and changed his life forever. Here's Dr. Kai-Fu Lee. Enjoy. Thank you very much. I've been working on artificial intelligence for 36 years, ever since I was two. (laughs) Actually, I remember that vividly because here I have the application letter I had for my PhD at Carnegie Mellon. Uh, to work on artificial intelligence because I thought that was going to be the technology that would make a difference, change the world, and that I could devote my life to. And once I got into Carnegie Mellon, I began the life of a workaholic. I, I loved the work. I wanted to make that difference. I felt that I'm in the world So in order to make the biggest impact I can, so I measured everything by it. Efficiency was important. And um, on the right side, you see that clock. And that clock actually was inside me because I was using old computers at the time, 36 years ago. And I had to check my computer from experimental results every two or three hours. So I forced myself without setting the alarm clock to wake up at 2 a.m. and 5 a.m. every day so I could keep my experiments going and set my next experiment based on the previous experiment result. And this habit continued till I was working at Microsoft and Google China. I woke up at 2 a.m. and 5 a.m. to respond to all the emails my Californian and uh, Washington bosses were sending me. So they felt I was working hard and responsive. And so that my employees also called me Iron Man for being instantly replying to all the email during the day and within two hours at night. And I was so proud of that and they felt they had to work hard too. And as long as I was waking up at 2 a.m. and 5 a.m., why run to the den for the computer? On the left-hand side, you saw a little rack that I had people build for me. 
I could just wake up and answer the email with keyboard and mouse right on my stomach. So <laughs> that was the life that I had. And then it got worse when I moved to China because this headline from the New York Times talks about Silicon Valley people who supposedly work hard and they went to China and they summarized crazy work hours as Silicon Valley goes to China. And I became a venture capitalist and I was surrounded by and I funded people who worked incredible hours. One of the companies that we funded wanted to I persuaded them there needs to be a little work-life balance. So they had a slogan, come work for us, we are only 996. That meant 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. six days a week. <laughs> Unfortunately, they got killed by other companies that were 997. <laughs> so I worked as hard as my entrepreneurs, um, lots of progress was made, and I was very proud from my Apple days, Microsoft days, Google days, and today at Sanovation Ventures, we were the proud uh, funder of five artificial intelligence billion dollar unicorns. That's something I, I felt like my accomplishments were achieved and that um, AI is now mature and working. In fact, I won't go into details about AI, but think about this as one single domain, huge amount of data, and it can make superhuman decisions. As we saw in AlphaGo, as we saw in IBM Watson, and as we read every week in new applications, bank loans, Amazon, Facebook, Google, it's AI that's driving these single applications, making huge amounts of money and making a huge amount of difference uh, in these applications. Except I ended up with a new quandary, which is that as I became so maniacally focused on getting results and working, and having such bad habits with stress and sleep. And I was a maniacal workaholic. And that obsession with our workaholism ended abruptly about five years ago when I was diagnosed with fourth stage lymphoma. This is the PET scan and you can see the 20 or so tumors uh, right here um, jumping out like fireballs melting away my confidence and my pride in my work, and also making me rethink about the meaning of my life. Uh, of course, I went through the stages of denial, anger, negotiation, bargaining, and um, depression, and eventually acceptance of the disease that I had, and went forward to take chemotherapy. But... Finally, when I reached the stage of acceptance, I also reflected on my life, and I realized that my priorities were completely out of order. Um, I had, in my pursuit of excellence in my work, I had neglected my family. Uh, my father had passed away, and I never had a chance to tell him how much I loved him. My mother had dementia and no, no, no longer recognized me and my children had grown up. And in reflection, I felt my priorities and workaholism was a really big error. And in my illness, I read this wonderful book by Bronnie Ware, which relates very much to this audience about end-of-life care. She was a nurse who watched 2,000 people pass away and summarized their biggest regrets. And there it was, 
Number one, not spending enough time, more time with loved ones. And then number four, working too hard. Almost exactly talking to me about the errors of my ways. Um, fortunately, my chemotherapy worked well, so I could be here with you at Endwell. And that, um, <laughs> I, my life has not ended, and I am well. Uh, <clears throat> In my illness, one of the biggest wake up moments was with.、Uh, Famous Buddhist monk in Taiwan named Xinyun, and he asked me, "Why did you live your life the way you did?" And I said, "To make a difference. I measure everything by how much difference I make." And he said to me, "Changing the world, making a difference, are probably just cloaks of excuses that are hiding your vanity. You are just trying to make yourself famous. We humans cannot resist the temptation." For greed, fame, and vanity, and if you really want to change the world, think not how to make yourself great, how to change the world, but rather, can you give out a little bit more love? At least give love to the people who have loved you, and if you can do better, give love unconditionally. And that has become the way that I have now chosen、uh, to live. And in retrospect, in my、um, days facing. The fact that my, there may only be months in my life, it was my family that gave me comfort. I think their love for me was as important and effective as chemotherapy. And in retrospect, I think their love for me was not just when I was ill, but it was throughout my life. But I really did not give them the attention that I should have. And I have changed my ways.、Um, I've moved back to stay close to my mother. And、um, wherever I go, my wife travels with me, and、uh, I take my vacations when my kids have time, not when I have time. And I felt this has made a big difference. But it not, not only made a big difference on my life, but it made a difference on my outlook. Big thanks to Dr. Kai Fu Lee for stopping by. If you'd like to connect with him, you can do that by going to any of his social media accounts. You can just type in Kai Fu Lee, and Twitter is is probably his most Engaged platform.、Um, he has the latest book, which came out recently, and that is entitled "AI 2041: Ten Visions for Our Future." And if you'd like to check out today's entire talk, you can go to YouTube and type in "What I Learned Being a Workaholic," Dr. Kai Fu Lee. All right, that is a wrap for me. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. As always, I appreciate you. I hope you have an insightful. Rest of your day today, and I will see you back here tomorrow. So, until then, stay strong. Later.